Welcome back to Happy Home, Tennessee with Dan and Latang. We are a real estate couple that focuses on faith, family, and financial freedom. So this is episode 19, and we're going to do something different. We're going to do a case study on one of our properties that we bought and then owner financed, and now it's sold. So we're going to break that down so everybody can kind of see um, what that looked like for us. And I'm not going to talk the whole time. (laughs) Tane said that I'm going to be the one that talks the whole time because this is where I light up and I love talking about real estate. Okay, then I'll introduce it. We bought this little house in 2014. It was um, a little jalopy, and we were told that it had title issues and everything else, but we bought it oh, as we did have title a rent- issues. <laughs> a, uh, we bought it as a rental. So, right. okay, go ahead. So, um, this is back when you could get houses at a pretty decent price. Dirt um, cheap. Yeah, dirt <laughs> cheap. Um, so... The number one thing I want to kind of explain with this is we talked in the last episode about taking action, being nervous, all that kind of stuff. Um, You know, this was not a huge deal, but back when we started, when we were doing all this, it was let's just buy everything and anything that we could make money on to get to the point to where we cash flowed enough to where... You could quit your job, and then eventually I could quit my job. Mm-hmm. So this little house, it was, as Tane said, it was a jalopy. Um, it was right by the railroad tracks yes. in East Cleveland. And um, I went and looked at it. The basement crawl space area was flooded. It had about three foot of water, three to four foot of water in it. Um, it had a cloudy title. So I talked to the title company and talked to the attorney and we kind of talked through it and it's been so long ago. I, the one thing I remember is that it was like 20 years that it was like an heir wasn't available or something like that. But he said, you've got like seven more years before it's out of its I'm going to use the word jurisdiction or, or statue of limitations or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I said, well, what would you do? And I trust this attorney. Mm-hmm. He's been a, an attorney for us for a long time. And uh, he goes, well, if you don't buy it, I'm buying it. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I'm buying it. So it was 7000 And for the people that are just on audio with the podcast, um, go to our YouTube channel, I've got a little whiteboard here. We're going to try to um, kind of write it out and kind of show you um, what we did. So we originally bought it um, for $7,000. Um, you said 2015? 2014. 2014. So hopefully our math adds up when we break this down. <laughs> I hope so. So 7000 2014. <laughs> And I remember this very vividly. We had gone to Disney mm-hmm. with our kids. Um, and this was when my nephew first started working for us. And it was really the first house that he did the mudding on. We spent 7000 to buy it. And then we did 3000 in rehab. Mm-hmm. So we were all in for ten grand. 
at the time, I don't know how we finagled it. I really don't remember. Um, but this was one that we actually paid cash for. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we had done a flip or what we did, but take away us paying cash. If you couldn't, $10,000, do a home equity line. You know, I don't recommend it, but use a credit card. You know, do something. There is a borrow it from a family member because the thing is, $6,000, we ended up renting that for $600 a month. So $600 a month. And I've got it broke down here. Um, we rented it for five years and four months. So that was $38,400. And that was five years in four months, okay? Why are you giggling at me? <laughs> <laughs> so five years and four months, 38.4. So the way that I look at it, and once again, this is our philosophy, how we've kind of dealt with it. 600 bucks a month and a year is $7,200. So say a year and a half, because paying um, uh, taxes and insurance yeah. and stuff. So a year and a half, you have it paid back. Yep. We paid for it, but you can figure out $10,000. If you put your mind to it, if you're going to make an excuse, then you won't do it. But if you put your mind to it, you can come up with ten grand. Thirty-eight four is what we made. In rental income. In rental income. Mm-hmm. Okay. Taxes, insurance were very, very cheap because it's in the east side of Cleveland. Um, our, our taxes were literally probably $300 a year, and that's city and county combined. They and then were so insurance cheap. was probably less than that. So, you know, one month's worth of rent. Covered it for and the that's, year. And that's normal. Yeah. Um, so then my nephew, no, 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 no. I approached my nephew because at the time, I was just kind of tired of dealing with it. Like I said, it was a little jalopy. We had to take and put a sub pump in the basement. So every couple of years, we had to go in and kind of check it, clean it out. The good thing is, is through this whole five years and four months, we had the same tenant. We did. He never moved. Never moved. Okay. We did have to put a half a roof on, I think, at one time. Mm-hmm. But... I was just at the point of, you know, this is just not one that I want to own anymore. I'm kind of tired of it. But then I went back to the idea of it's got a cloudy title. So my nephew was trying to be aggressive, wanting to buy stuff. And so I offered it to him. And I said, hey, and he knew exactly what we paid for it. But I said, look, I'm willing to sell this to you. I'll do it. Owner finance. I think we charged him, was it 6% at the time? Maybe 7? 6 or 7, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I said, I'll sell it to you for $55,000. So we owner financed it for $55,000 and the payment was four twenty six a month, four twenty six forty one. So over the last three years, he had been paying us four twenty six a month. And I was from the time he bought it, he immediately went up on the rent. Yes. Um. So he was making a little more well, on rent. That's true. He went up to six fifty. 
I know right away. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you where he ended up in rent um, as we get through this a little bit more. So a month and a half ago, my other nephew, his brother, called me and asked me if we'd come talk to him about some stuff with his house, possibly buying a new house. So my, nep- my, my nephew Adam and I went over to Josh's house and we were talking and we were talking about what his house would be worth and things like that. And I looked at Adam and I was like, you know, you could probably sell your house for $95,000 over there on 8th Street. And like his eyes just lit up. He's like, you know what? You're right. I mean, that's a two bedroom. It's this, it's that. I think it was two or three days later, he put it on the market and it went under contract for 97.5. And if you remember, I was talking to you and I was like, yeah, but what about the title issue? What about this? What about that? Because Adam knew about the title issue, so he, he was aware. So I told him, I said, make sure that you talk to the attorney. Make sure that you know you know what's going on. So in the meantime, he was at six fifty when he bought it. He had already gone up to seven hundred a couple years ago, mm-hmm. year and a half ago. By the time he sold it, he was at seven fifty monthly. So. He sold it. Uh, it's now been about three weeks ago mm-hmm. um, for ninety-seven five. So you guys can start seeing. We started at seven, three in fix-ups, all in ten. I sold it for fifty-five. Adam sold it for ninety-seven five. <laughs> so. This is not like something huge, you know, you're not going to get rich off of this. And this was a nine-year process. Yes, this was a nine-year process. But when it's all said and done, on the owner finance, you and I made $17,056 over the three years and three months that Adam owned it. So if you do the 38-4... And the seventeen thousand, and then we did the owner finance at fifty five thousand. Mm-hmm. Our payoff was fifty thousand two hundred and forty seven dollars. So when you add all those up, it's a hundred and five thousand seven oh four. So a hundred and five thousand seven oh four. Once again, are you rich over nine years? No, it's about 12 grand a year, 13 grand a year. But it was a win-win situation. It was a win for us. Years ago, we got us another rental. One of the things that we wanted was cash flow. So we were cash flowing, you know, 450 a month. Mm-hmm. Well, then we realized that we could owner finance it to Adam and make 426 and not deal with anything, not deal with the refrigerator, deal with collecting rent, yeah. dealing with anything. Well, then out of nowhere, you know, we were just kind of expecting to keep that. I think we did a... 10-year um, balloon, and we told him that we would talk about it when we got yeah, to that we did. point. Yeah, we did. But he said, hey, I'm going to pay this off. I'm going to sell it. So 38417 plus 50247 we made $105,000. Mm-hmm. 
in the meantime, Adam, for three and a half years, worked on it, dealt with it, probably didn't make a lot. I mean, his payment was 426 after taxes and insurance by the time he got, you know, he might have made $150, $200 a month. Yeah. But when he sold, and I've got a picture of it, and we're going to, we'll show it. It's a picture of him and I both holding our checks off of this same property. Adam, here, let's just look at it. Adam made $40,459, and then my check was for $50,247. So what I'll do, and just for the video, I'll put this up here, and then we'll have Jeremy make it look all pretty. This is a picture of Adam and I. But to me, it was absolutely a win-win situation. Tane's laughing at me because I wrote win-win on there. Um, so This is our life in like a 10-second clip right here. Th- this is what I do sitting in my chair every day talking to her. Um, so to me, it's very much a win-win. I've been listening to a guy um, on a different philosophy in real estate, and he talks about make sure that everything's win-win. And even my storage coach, you know, he talks about, have a win-win. So in this situation, could Tane, have I, Tane and I have kept this property and made 105 plus the other 40, made 145,000. Sure, we could have. But we used it. We were able to owner finance it off. And now we saw a success of my nephew to make $40,000. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was neat to see this, like you said, over a nine-year period. This isn't something that, it was a get rich quick scheme that we could that we just did overnight. And like when we say this is nine years, someone's going, okay, nine years. However, this was one project out of all of our projects. So over time, this was just one that was just building and building. You know, if you're younger and looking for something down the road in retirement, or if you're our age and be like, hey, what can I do in 10 years? Okay. Well, this you is think one about thing. this. This is one deal that we spent ten thousand dollars on. Mm-hmm. What if you could do ten of those? Yeah. A hundred hundred and five thousand. Now you've just done a million fifty. Mm-hmm. I mean, the numbers. Yeah, it's it's insignificant now, but like you said, it, it's just one deal. If if you can do multiple, and just I mean, this is. This was cheap. This was easy. And that's the other things, you know, people are going, well, you can't find a house for $7,000 now. Nope. Uh, you, no, you can't. But all of these numbers have gone up. So mm-hmm. if you spend 30000 now for what was seven, nine years ago, well, your rent's higher now. And then your resale is higher and your interest rates are higher. So all of this just, you know, mirrors that at higher numbers. So it's still Correct. the same concept. This is just the numbers we had when we started yeah, this on was this the first, particular this project. This is the first case study that we thought we'll throw out yeah. here. But we can look at flips where... My goal was was to make twenty five thousand. Mm-hmm. It's not uncommon for us to make eighty thousand now. So that's just a direct correlation to this. Yeah, you might spend a hundred thousand dollars on this rental, and and when we say it was a jalop, I mean it was 
It was a jalopy. Even when we sold it, it was still a jalopy. I mean, but it wasn't. It was an investor that bought. I mean, Adam is an investor, and then he sold it to an investor. It's a good investment property. Yeah. You know, any issues along the line, we, you know, addressed them. So did Adam, you know, because, again, this is someone's home, and they're renting it. So we kept it in good working order yeah. for them. But is it a top-of-the-line house that you want? I mean, no, but it's a great investment property. It's a great rental property. Yeah, I mean, I don't want people to think that it's just a little <laughs> junk house. I mean, no. it just, it's by the railroad track. Mm. You know, it's, its we have to keep a dehumidifier in the basement. We have to keep this up. You know, there's just certain things that are not like super attractive. But like you said, those same people still live there. They do. I mean, they've nine years. Moved. Yeah, they've never moved. Even mm. with this new owner, they're mm. still there. Yeah. Um, that's their home. And so, but this is just one small little deal. And, you know, you say, oh, well, that's not much. But 105000 over nine years, is that something that you could put into an account that you could pay for your kid's college fund? Yeah. Or you could pay off your student loans. Mm-hmm. Or you could use this towards buying yourself a newer home or a vehicle. I mean, think about it. I mean, it's not much, but yet, Everything adds up. Wouldn't everybody love to have an extra $1,000 a month off of an investment? You know, once again, kind of going back to our previous podcast, you know, you might not get this all up front. This might, it was a nine-year period that we made this money, but it was worth it. Yeah. Um, And I think it's important that people understand you're not going to make millions your first deal. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to, you know, learn everything. And this was an evolution. It was, oh, it was a rental property. We never bought it with the intentions of what came of it. We bought it Mm -hmm. as a rental. And then we saw an opportunity to help Adam and he wanted to buy it. And it was like, yeah, this is one rental we'd be okay to kind of let go of. And I never imagined him selling it either. I didn't either because he is very much of holding on to his rentals and building his portfolio. But when he saw an opportunity, it really worked well for him. So it just kind of. And with that being said, he was able to pay off his truck, Mm -hmm. you know, which gives him and his family more money to live on monthly. You know, so it's just, it was a cool. Um, it was it was just neat seeing this process and and when it all worked out, I was like, this would be a neat case study yeah. because it was a rental to owner finance to us making money, Adam making money. It was just it was neat. It yeah. was fun to see, yeah. um, and I thought it would be a good one to kind of show people yeah. that you don't have to have the high-end property. You don't have to have a lot of money to get started. And this is just that that plugging away, just, you know, little things here and there. And all of a sudden you get five, six years into this and, oh, I've got 10 properties now. And, you know, they're only cash flowing 200 bucks a month, but, you know, that's $2,000 a month if it's 10 properties. I mean, it's just- It's an extra $24,000 a year. You start small and, you know, it just builds and it and before you know it, you're sitting back going, oh, wow, look at what we've done, you know, and look at what we've built with this really small beginning. You know, don't that, that scripture, don't despise small beginnings yes. because they do build and they become something bigger yep. and they add up. And it's just it is cool to watch and it's cool to see, you know, over the years, even other rentals we've bought, you know, and like we've talked, I think we talked before about how we've never been one 
that every year we just go up on rent and go up on rent. We we have just recently gone up on our rent rates on existing tenants because we had to. But it's like, you know, just a little bit here and there over a, you know, five, 10 year span, it starts to add up and it's like, oh, okay, this is building. And, you know, my principal's paying down, but yet my rent's getting bigger. And, and then when you pay off one, yep. then you're like, okay, now I can use maybe some of that money to, to snowball, as Dave Ramsey would say, yeah. snowball that next one. And it was, it was an epiphany for us. I saw it and then you kind of took over the bills and you're like, hey, we're paying this one off. We're paying this one off. We're paying this one off. Yeah. And it just, it made sense. 10 years earlier of us buying these little houses and, you know, when I was going over there, putting a new roof on them or cleaning out a drain or putting new floors down. And then all of a sudden it just hit. So yeah, yeah, just plug away. It's not glorious. It's not, you know, just everybody thinks real estate is, is super fancy. This was not fancy. What we should do is get a picture of the house. Actually, I've got a picture of the house. I'll have Jeremy, if we can post it. As well. It's just a little house, mm-hmm. um, you know, very basic, but, uh, you know, good little rental, good little win-win situation for us and for Adam. Yeah. So, um, all right. I guess we will talk to you guys next time. Like us, friend us, do all that stuff that you need to do. And uh, if you've made it to, what is this, episode 19? It is. Episode 19, and you listen to the very end. Thanks for being with us. Um, We'll see you guys next time.